Hey, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, let me share. I always forget to share. Oh, my gosh. And your share, my share is so important because I don't know who's watching, right? So, thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. 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 Thank you, Father God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. 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 My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Oh my God, thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I got my shares in. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to get all my shares in. Hey, Nia, good morning, Kirby. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning, Masa. Good morning, Tanika. Good morning, Jerrica. I don't know what we're doing. Hold on, I'm still here. Just keep praising. Good morning, Jerrica. Good morning, Kedra. Good morning, Deshana. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Keisha. Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. I don't know what was going on with my lights. Hey, Miss Goss. Hey, Lavenda. Hey, Deshannon. Hey, Deshay. Good morning. Good morning. Good. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Michelle. How y'all doing this morning? Yeah, y'all just keep praising. Okay, thank you. I don't know what was up with one of my lights this morning. We got to do some restructuring in here now that Josiah is out of school. I'm getting ready to pray for us, and then I want to share a few things from my heart. Share the video. Uh, Just don't be ashamed to share the video. Some of y'all are starting to share that I know hadn't shared before, and it may be a little uncomfortable for you. Hey, Shanquita, but I'm just so grateful for your shares uh, that y'all have pushed past what people think, like you don't even care that somebody see it in your story on your timeline um, because you're promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ and giving someone some encouragement they need. And we won't be selfish. Or say, the scripture tells us to go and be light and salt. Um, and light and salt don't mean we make people comfortable. Woo, come on. Light and salt don't mean we make people comfortable. And some of y'all have been in relationships with people too long that you keep trying to make comfortable with you. And can I tell you something? They may never accept you. They may never appreciate you. They may never value you. They may never get who you are. They may may never get how God has called. They may never, ever, ever, ever get it. So why would I spend all this time trying to make them be okay with where I am in Christ 
Oh, come on now. When they may never get it, they may never, ever get it. And so I have to make sure that I pull myself into a space that I'm not letting those people or those people are becoming idols in my life. And I'm not more worried about their comfort than I'm worried about uh, the comfort of doing my father's will. Oh, my God. Introducing someone to Christ, introducing to someone to something positive, introducing to some, someone to something that could perhaps change their life. So go on and share. Pause and share. Pause and share. Put it in your story. Put it on your timeline. Uh, put it on Instagram. Don't just share it on Facebook. Share, share it on Instagram as well so that people can connect. Hey, Sonia. Hey, Auntie Cheryl. Hey, Stacey. Um, hey, Stacey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Tina. I see y'all out there. Um, let me pray. I was praying for y'all this morning. I think I want to share first, and then I'm going to pray for us at the end, and I'm going to give us some scriptures. Um, so... <laughs> A lot of a lot of times or a lot of what I have encountered, I'm always careful with what I say because I don't want to put just generalizations on people. But a lot of times because we have not encountered or connected to the divine nature of God, then we have no expectations or we have low expectations. And lately, the Lord has really been dealing with me about until you are a person that has been in that position then um, then you you don't know how God may respond. You don't know how God is. And I was thinking about dreams and visions and entrepreneurs and those of us called into ministry. And if you've never experienced the divine nature of God, if you've never experienced miracle signs and wonders, then you would probably have a tr trouble believe, believing if um, theological doctrine comes in and says, oh, you know, there's no more need for miracle signs and wonders since um, Jesus is here, which is, I can't figure out where that comes from in the word, or perhaps you attend a church or a place that doesn't believe or doesn't talk about those things. Um, then your belief system or your expectation to experience God in those ways will be a little bit more difficult than someone else because you've never been in those places before. And so we'll operate in God or with God through our experiences. This is what was going on with the Pharisees and the Sadducees when Jesus hit the scene, right? Uh, they were believing for Messiah. They were believing for something greater than themselves. But because he didn't show up and he didn't look the way they think he should look, like they didn't catch on that this was Jesus. They had studied all the scripture. Hey, Debbie Sears, thank you for purchasing 30 days last night. Um, um, they didn't they didn't look for they didn't understand that this was Jesus. As a matter of fact, they were trying to uh, uh, they were upset because Jesus disrupted all the ways of religious thinking. Woo! Even though he told them, he says, I didn't come to I didn't come to I didn't come to abolish the law. I didn't come to I didn't come to do away with the law. As a matter of fact, I confirm I've come to confirm what the law has said. And so this morning I was just thinking about how these thought processes can interfere with our relationship with God. And because I've never heard from God that way or spoke or, or heard God speak to me in that way or seen God move in my life, then I'll discredit that that it's God in, in someone's life. Or I will limit or hinder myself because someone else has not had the relationship or the experience with God that 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 I've had 
and our relationship with God is so unique to the individual cause that we have on our life. Um, the scripture tells us often about how we're the body, right? Like we're the body of Christ and all of us come with different gifts and all of us come with different talents. And because all of us come with different gifts and all of our ta talents, first we have to come into the understanding that our gifts and our talents and our callings are for the body of Christ. Our gifts and talents and callings, if, if even if it makes us famous, the purpose of it is not to make us famous. It's just, that's not the purpose of it. The purpose of it is so that we can be light and salt in the areas and the places that the Lord has called us to come into influence and, and to influence and to impact and to disciple, right? And to disciple. And so many times we are not in position or in place um, just to understand the divine nature of God. And so this morning I want to pray, especially like I want to talk to my entrepreneurs. I don't know what you got going on today, but I need you to get right. I want to talk to my entrepreneurs today. I want to talk to those of you that know you have kind of heard God say something to you. Like, you you know, for sure that this is something that God has called you into something different. You've had the dreams. You've had the visions. Um, you see those things. And it's hard to explain a divine leading or a divine knowing. I am pretty sure uh, in Luke when the angels came up on Mary, come on, y'all, and said to her, like, you know, where I'm getting ready to, you're getting ready to carry Jesus. You're getting ready to have Jesus. You're getting ready to carry Jesus. Um, she was favored for this particular assignment. I'm pretty sure that uh, it sounded real strange. It sounded real weird. It sounded real different. And I was this morning, I'm like, Lord, why do we discredit that you would move? We know there's not going to be another Jesus, but why would we discredit um, your move in others' lives? Like, why can't we trust that these divine appointments and assignments um, that you, that they're not occurring again, right? That you're not speaking like this again, that you don't have personal relationship with people like you did with Moses, like you did with other people. Why? Why can't we grasp that? What, what's going on with us? And so this morning, I, I just want to um, encourage you um, in the dream, in the vision, and the things that you know for, for sure that the Lord has been leading you, even if it's like for a job. I'm just being honest. Like the Lord led you to, to take a particular, that, that, I'm going to leave it alone. The Lord led you to take a particular job. The Lord has said to you, this is the place where I want you to be connected to. I don't care what it is. I want to encourage your belief today. I want to encourage your dreams today. Um, I want you to encourage you to continue in your relationship with God because he's the only person that's going to pull you into purpose. I want to encourage you today to first find your righteousness. You, you need to be established in your righteousness. I wish someone had told me that, um, that you are established in your righteousness first. Um, but I want you to understand. Uh, I want you to think you crazy. <laughs> and I think that's what I was praying over this morning. I don't want you to think you crazy. I don't want you to I want you to be in a place um, um, to understand there is a divine nature. There is a divine, um, there's a divine nature to God. <laughs> there is. And I think we miss him um, because we don't understand it or we've never experienced it. And if we don't understand it and we've never experienced it, 
then we'll count it out as not being God. Um, and God is all knowing, all seeing, all sovereign. And I don't believe in, um, I don't believe anything is in co coincidental. I think that everything we experience is providence, right? And I'm going to get into the scripture and you're going to leave here encouraged and you're going to leave here with more um, just, I hope, understanding with how, um, how God works. And so let me tell you what I mean by providence. Uh, providence means divine guidance or care. When I use the word providence, I'm telling you divine guidance or care. That's what it means, right? It's divine guidance or care. We're talking about providence. Um, we're talking about the power that God has to sustain and guide you where you need to go. And we are often led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes impressions for us. So when we're talking about it is providence, Angela, um, there's no... I didn't just, I just happened to fall into it or I just happened to happen or I'm just happening to be on this devotion or I just happened to meet these set of people. No, this is divine providence. God is guiding you. The Holy Spirit is guiding you. God is leading you. It's not an accident. You're not here on this devotional by chance. You don't keep showing up here day after day because you've been in prison to be here or to stay here. There is a divine guidance. There's a divine order. There's a divine orchestration. There's a divine calling. And if I've never leaned into God, come on now. We talked about this yesterday. Trust in the Lord with all our heart. Lean not into their own understanding. All our ways knowledge him. And he'll direct in our path. If I've never leaned into God for divine guidance, my God, then I will. I don't care what you tell me. I won't experience God in a way that I've never leaned into him. If I've never leaned into God, come on, y'all rock with me this morning. If I've never Nia, leaned into God for health, right? Um, if I've never leaned into God for help, if I've never, uh, uh, if I, um, if I've never positioned myself to receive from him the wisdom, I've never really tapped into his wisdom. Um, if I've never done those things, then what happens is, I don't position myself to receive those things. Come on now. Um, so that I can walk in those things and I can experience God in that way. Ooh, come on. Come on now. Let's just stop and think this morning um, about where I've been, what I've been doing, uh, how I've been leading, uh, where I'm going, uh, um, how God is trying to lead me. Um, how God is trying to guide me into my destiny, right? How God is trying to lead me into my position in my relationships. And unfortunately, I will miss out on relationships, positioning, and places if I don't understand the nature of God and how God moves. Go back over to Proverbs again for me for a second. Um, and I hope, thank you, Julia, for telling me this is confirmation. Cause it didn't make much sense. Cause this isn't where, where I was going today, but I felt it strong as I was praying, like, Lord, we gotta, we gotta get back into a place and position where we expect you to be God. And if we've never learned how to let you lead us like this, we need to do it. 
So go back, Proverbs 3. This is Solomon who had all the wisdom in the world. When God asked him, what do you want? He said, I want wisdom. So you go back to Proverbs 3, and it's like, my son, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands, for they will bring you many days of full life and well-being. Woo! Come on. He said, he said, he said, don't forget my teaching. He said, because it's going to bring your heart, keep my commands, for they're going to bring you many days and they're going to bring you a full life and they're going to bring um, well-being. And then he says, never let loyalty and faithfulness leave you. Tie them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you're going to find favor and high regard with God and with people. With, with what we need to carry out the mission, to carry out the plan, to move in, it, it's with God and with people. It's favor. It's God's grace. It's God's divine order and leading that's going to lead you into a position into a place um that that you're going to find your days full of life and your well-being we spend so much time trying to get full on other things that we're not getting full um on on uh on the things that are going to bring us into full life and full well-being right so um Tony Evans said, a person who is serious about fulfilling his purpose will learn to view all life through the grid of God's intention, right? Because and I don't want you to become driven so purpose crazy, but if you're going to fulfill purpose, if you're going to walk into the fullness of what you're supposed to walk into, then you're going to have to learn to view life through God's intentions. Woo! Come on. I got to view life through God's intentions. I got to I got to see life how God sees life. I got to understand that it's providence, that this is not chance, that I'm not just lucky. I got to see that the dreams and the visions and the things that have been placed in me is according to God's kingdom and according to God's agenda. I got to understand that even if I'm in a workplace and I don't own the uh, vision, I don't own the building, I still got to be in position according to, to God's agenda. Woo! I need some there's so so there's some crooked places in my life that I need to have straightened out. Woo, come on, come on, come on. There's some crooked places in my life that I need to have um straightened out, right? And the only way they're gonna be straightened out is that I address these things through the word of God and I bring God in on absolutely everything. It is not. The, the, the things that I was working on something yet and deal with the distractions, right? And deal with the distractions, uh, letting go of the things that tend to pull on your attention. That's not going to bear fruit. <laughs> so if, if I understand God life through God's agenda, I understand when trials come, that's just a testing and a proofing of my faith. That's part of it. And so when a trial happens, I'm not backing down on the things of God. This is the moment for me to press into the intensity of God. And what happens to us often is that we press into the intensity of the pain. Woo! We, can, we become so saturated by the pain or we become so saturated by the problem. I was dealing with something the other day and something was happening when something, something was going on with Judah and I walked out and I started thinking about something that was going else was going on in my life. And I was like, Lord, this other thing has been a major distraction, right? This other thing has been a major distraction. 
and I, I haven't dealt with this thing properly. Um, and so let me let this go. Right. Um, doesn't um, it, I don't know if that means I'm moving from the situation. I don't know if that means I'm disconnecting. I don't know if that means I let go of my control over it. But I hear you that I need to let this go and not focus on this major distraction over here. But it's because it's keeping me out of position over here where I really need to be in position. Woo! My God, where I really need to be in position. Right. And so God wants to help us. Come on. Somebody say God wants to help me. God wants to help me. <laughs> God wants to help me fulfill my purpose. God wants to help me walk into the fullness of who, who he's called me to be. God wants to help me. And we lose focus and we lose direction. And when we lose focus and when we lose direction, then we need wisdom from the scripture. Come on, God wants to help me. So when we lose focus or lose the direction, then I need to go get wisdom from the scripture. I need to pray and ask God for guidance so that I get my little self back on track for what God is saying to me. Let me go back and read that again. It says, my son, don't forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commands for they're going to bring you many days and a full life and well-being. So the word of God is going to, is the thing that's going to bring me into many days of full life and well-being. And the more that I gather understanding of his word, the more that I'm going to understand the Holy Spirit Woo! when he's impressing upon me or leading me into a direction or leading me into a way or saying this is for you in this season or telling you this is how you need to show up. And and so uh, the over ending goal or the overarching goal should be that we serve the Lord in everything we do. <laughs> So this is where you got to check yourself. Colossians 3 and 23 tells us um, whatever you do, work heartedly as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. So everything that I do, I should have the intention of serving the Lord. With my children, I have the intention of serving the Lord. Uh, with my spouse, I have the intention of serving the Lord. In my business, I have the intention of serving the Lord. In my ministry, I have the intention of serving the Lord. In the place, the employment place that the Lord has called me to, I'm not just showing up at work. I have an intention of serving the Lord, which means my light and my salt, the salt, I'm the salt, I'm the light, I'm the thermostat. I come in position in every place, everything that I'm connected to, I have the intention of serving the Lord. So if I understand that I'm in the position to serve the Lord, then I'm not frustrated with work. I'm not frustrated with work. Because I understand that why I'm in position, that I'm in the position to serve the Lord. I'm in the position to serve the Lord. I'm in the position for God to get the glory. And even if it's being difficult or there's a trial, then there's something that I probably need to deal with in the inside of me. <laughs> so I have to have the intention that I am here to serve the Lord. And so if I want the many days, the full of life, the well-being, right? Then this this word, the the intentions of what I do has to be repositioned into a place that God really, really gets the glory. That God really gets the really, really gets the glory. So go back to the scripture yesterday. 
I'm not trusting the, I'm trusting the Lord with all my heart. I'm not getting ready to rely on my own understanding. So if I feel God shifting me to move into something that does not make sense to anybody else, don't have to. Shifting me into something that makes it don't make sense to anybody else. I'm not looking for confirmation from other people. I'm not. I'm not. He'll bring it if I need it. He'll bring it. He'll establish something in the tour, Mount the Tour Three Witness. I'm looking for the confirmation of what I need from the Lord. And I'm mature enough to stand still until he makes the vision come to pass because I don't make the vision come to pass anyway. I just sit around and I have a willing yes. Woo! Come on, y'all. We finna grow up. I sit around and I have um, a, a willing yes, right? So I'm focused on what God has given me and God has said to me in this time, in this season, no matter if it doesn't make sense to anyone else. It doesn't have to make sense from to anyone else, right? So I'm trusting in the Lord with all my heart, relying on my own understanding and all my ways acknowledging him and he's going to direct my path. So even if it looks like I have misstepped, even if it looks like I have misunderstood because I'm trusting the Lord, he's going to straighten back out my paths anyway. And so I'm not afraid to step into something that may be pulling me out of my comfort zone. Come on. Not afraid to step into something that may pull him, be pulling out my comfort zone. Not afraid to step into something that doesn't make sense. I'm not afraid to not afraid to go the way of the Lord because even if I, Crystal, even if I make a misstep, because I'm trusting in the Lord, He gonna pull me back into the direction that I need to go anyway, and I trust Him enough for with my life that even if I I I I tap into something like even if I tap into something differently, even if I lean into something differently, even if it's not the way of the Lord, even even if it's a mistake. I trust him enough that he's going to take my mistake and make my mistake prosper as well. Oh, come on, y'all. That's some grow up. That's some maturity. So I put enough trust in the Lord. And then if I'm in a particular position and I'm uncomfortable in the position and it seems like I'm not supposed to be there, I'm still going to do everything unto the service of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is going to be my strength. And I'm going to spend time rejoicing. And then guess what? God is going to do everything else. Let me tell you something. I remember there was a season that the Lord had started telling me that he was calling me in to teach, to teach full time. I taught at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock and the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff for a total of 12 years. And I remember I knew, I felt like the Lord was leading me in a position to teach. And so I had sought out looking for teaching positions and no door was open. Well, in the in-between time, I was managing a program or a job. And my boss used to say, I do not have enough work for you. But in the in-between time of managing the position, managing the job that he felt like my boss used to say, you have qualified for this. What I did was I spent that time working on myself until God made the next move. No time was wasted. Preparation is not time wasted. Woo! I'm going to say it one more time. Preparation is never time wasted. It's just never time wasted. And so in the in-between until I got full understanding or until God made the move, because I don't open doors for myself. God opened doors for me. I understand the provincial providence of God. So as I 
am sitting in a space of where the door hadn't opened yet. What I'm doing is preparing. I'm what I'm doing is working on myself. What I'm doing is reading. What I'm doing is taking a class. What I'm doing is focusing all the good on the good things. What I'm doing is focusing on him. I'm putting my time and attention on him because I'm understanding, right? That what I need to come in the next is on his due season. So then as I feel the knowing, I get the knowing, I got the understanding. Okay, I know you want me to teach full time. I'm, I'm, it's it, the divine, just talking about the divine orchestration of God. My boss didn't go to a meeting, right? My boss, my boss didn't want to go to a meeting. And he comes in and he says to me, he says, Hey, I need you to go to this meeting for me. I'm not, I don't want to go to this meeting. I need you to go to this meeting for me, right? And I'm like, okay. So he was like, he was teasing me because everybody know I like good food. He was like, and they have good food. I'm just telling you it's going to be good food there. And I was like, okay. So I go to this meeting. And as I go to this meeting, there is good food. Um, introducing myself to people in the room. And I meet Ebote. <laughs> Ebote. I meet Ebote. And he stops and he talks to me. He asks me about me. And I say, oh, my master's is in gerontology, right? The study of aging. He's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. And I meet uh, Dr. Orr, who's going to be with the Lord. I go and I meet Dr. Orr as well. And I'm talking to them and I'm like, boom, boom, boom. And they were like, have you ever taught before? And I had taught. I had already had experience teaching. I have already did some adjunct classes, but I knew that the Lord was leading me to teach full time. And so I'm like, yeah. And I'm just talking to him and boom, boom, boom. And I go on about my business and I get through and I'm done and I go back to work. And I continue in my process of everything unto the Lord. I'm just there showing up because my boss has asked me to attend and I go to the meeting. So this might have been in March or April, maybe May. I think it was in May. In August, I get a phone call. So remember, I feel the Lord's leading and pushing that this is where he wants me. In August, um, I get a call like the end of July, August from Dr. Orr. This is Lakeisha Johnson. Yes, sir. He's like, do you remember me? Yes, sir. I remember you. Boom, 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 boom. He was like, would you be interested in teaching any classes for us? Um, the person that we had in the gerontology position, she's not here anymore. And I was like, absolutely. I was like, absolutely. You know, I'd be interested in teaching classes. So I get off the phone with Dr. Orr and the Holy Spirit says to me, he says, hey, go call back and ask him is this a full-time teaching position? So I called back and I said, Dr. Orr, I said, is this a full-time teaching position? He said, absolutely. He said, are you interested in a full-time teaching position? I said, absolutely. He said, get me your resources and get me your materials and turn them in, <laughs> right? So I mail my packet off, send my packet off. I go on about my business. Ebote is in Africa. Two weeks later, now classes, two weeks later, it's August 18th. No, this is July. So two weeks later, it's the 1st of August. And classes are starting on the 18th or the 20th. Ebote calls me and he says, hey, I need you. Somebody needed this today. Ebote calls and he says, hey, um, they told me you're interested in teaching. Do you have some time to come down and interview and talk with me? And I'm like, okay, I can. And I talked to my boss. I'm not being shady. I'm talking to my boss about what's going on. 
And I go down and I talk to my husband and he was like, I was like, what are we, what are we, if they offer this to me, like, what's my number? And I had a number in my head of how much money I wanted to make. I, I wrote a number down in my head of how much money I felt like I needed to make. I go in the door. I meet with Ebote. It's very informal. And he asked me about my salary requirements and I give them to him. Well, protocol is you're supposed to meet with the dean of students. You're supposed to meet with uh, the vice chancellor of academic affairs. You're supposed to meet with all this protocol. He turns around and he starts calling these departments. He says, hey, I have Ms. Johnson here and we need to set up some time and meeting. And all the things that were supposed to happen, every phone call, they simply said, we trust your, uh, we trust your judging. I never had to follow the protocol. He gave me the salary that I was supposed to have that I asked for actually, which was higher than he had brought anybody else in. He also turned around, I bypassed all the whatever. And I went from what should have been, right? To what was supposed to happen for me in a few months, but it wasn't on me. It wasn't on me. I felt the knowing. I felt this is what God was leading me to. I did the work for, for what I thought God was asking or requiring me to. And then in the in-between time, until God moved, my position was still wherever I was to do everything unto the Lord and with joy and with gladness and not in favor. And I stayed in position there until I felt the Lord leading me again, saying, hey, you need to walk into full-time ministry. Every I still have connections of students and people and places that I met through UAPB. But it was, and then when, when God led me into ministry full-time, he led me into ministry full-time, right? So I, I just, I needed to share that with you this morning. I, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm rambling. I needed to give you um, that trusting, yeah, divinely orchestrated. And God operates like that. Like God operates, he operates in divine orchestration. He has ordered your steps. If he's told you to leave one place and he's taking you to another, I promise you he's going to do everything that he said. And in between, you're going to, Put your focus and your hope um, in God, right? Um, Isaiah 26 and 12 says, Oh Lord, you make us secure for even all we have accomplished, you have done for us. Oh my God, my God. So that's, that's powerful. Oh Lord, you make us secure for even all we have accomplished, you have done for us. Um, Titus 2 and 7, right? We're going to be Titus women. It says, In all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds with purity and doctrine and dignify. Come on. James 1 and 22, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. And then you let God equip you to do his will. He's going to equip you to do his will. Hebrews 13, 20 and 22. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. 
So I'm getting ready to pray for us because I have some things I want to pray over us. I'm getting ready to pray for us because the assignment, the call on your life is so real. And the enemy has been trying to apply pressure so that you can abandon what God has called you into. But it's deeper and it's greater than anything you've ever imagined. It's not even just the things that you have seen. <laughs> Baby, it's not even just the same things that you have seen. It's greater even than the things that you have seen. When I took the job at Mid-South Prevention Institute before I started teaching full-time, I was supposed to be there too. I still have connections and contacts and relationships based on what happened there. I gained a skill set too. I was supposed to be there too. So I, I like, I don't want you to abandon the vision. I want you to take hold of the vision, but I want you to also know the vision is for an appointed time. You need to put that in your notes. It's for an appointed time. So I want to pray some stuff off you and I want to pray some stuff on you so that you can continue to walk in victory and not give up on this thing that's inside of you and not be distracted by the pressure that has tried to come and overwhelm you. I'm going to tell you all something. Get off the devotional. I talked to y'all about grace and I told him I've been telling this story, so he's fine. And then I get a call from school yesterday that Judah is suspended. I can either let this thing take over my day, right? He's only suspended for one day, but still. I can even let this day take over my day or I can deal with this accordingly and I can keep going. The relationships that you have been having the hardest times with, distractions, <laughs> trying to overwhelm you so that you keep, your, keep, keep into toxic thinking and keep your eyes off God. See, Lexi says she was referred to the devotional by one of my students, right? So I'm just I'm just saying this to you today. So I want to pray some stuff off of you and pray some stuff on you because, yeah, come on. We ain't we got time to get weary and well-doing in this season. There, there's an appointed time for you, but you just got to stay the course. Oh, my God. And stop looking for all this confirmation from man. Those that are aligned with you. And understand will speak directly into your purpose. Um, this speak directly into your call. Um, and you'll know, right? And then the provision. I've been dealing with the Lord lately about some things that he said, even with this ministry. I'm like, I can't do what you call me to do if it, the provision isn't there, right? Like, you have got to make the provision come in place. I, I'm, I feel like I'm exactly where I've released the book. I've done the things that you told me to do. It is not my responsibility to, so I'm letting this book go. I'm letting this ministry go. Um, I, so that this vision, I'm let like all of this for is an appointed time. So let me pray this prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, first of all, thank you uh, for the gifts, for the callings, for the talents, for the body of Christ um, to bring you glory. Um, Father God, and there's nothing that's too small. Let us stop thinking in terms of smallness. Um, if you called us to be an administrative assistant, that's big in you. If you called, called us to be a stay-at-home mom, that's big in you. We are not to be so, we are not to be set on fulfilling purpose. Purpose shouldn't become our God. Uh, seeking you should become our priority, and then you will pull us into purpose. So rearrange our thinking so that we put our hearts and minds on you established in our righteousness and then committing our calling and our work to the community of the kingdom rearrange our priorities so we think more like you ah bring us into a mindset 
that looks more like you. Take us um, out of uncomfortable spaces um, and pull us into the comfort of your word. Let us lean not into our own understanding, but put our trust on you. Um, Lord God, thank you for removing us from small-minded mindsets that have limited us from walking in the divine orchestration of God. Pull the veil off of our eyes so that we can see ourselves how you see us. Remind us over and over again, Holy Spirit, that we are a piece in a bigger picture, but that we find our significant and our worth in Christ Jesus. We don't find our significant and work in doing. We don't find our significant and work in title. We don't find our significance and, and worth in associations. We find our significance in Jesus and who Jesus is to us. Lord God, I thank you. You are bringing us to the fullness of completion that we deal away with the mindset that we'll never make it, that we'll never get there, that we've done too much wrong, that it'll never happen. Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for tearing the veil, for unclogging our ears, for causing blind eyes to see that there is more in us, my God, than we have even seen or said ourselves. Reconstruct us today, Lord God, to, to seek your glory. Reconstruct us today, Lord God. Pour your wisdom out on your people today. Wisdom for the assignment. Wisdom for the marriage. Wisdom for the children, Lord God. Course correct us, Lord God, so that we can be on your path. Father God, we need your help to come into our destiny. We need your help to live our very best lives. So Father God, we thank you that if it takes a miracle, orchestrate a miracle on our behalf. Cause blind eyes to see, Lord God. Do not let us misstep. Protect us from all hurt, harm, and evil. Lord God, pull us out of the circles that are too small for us. Pull us away from the people that leave us in small, limited thinking and push us in the more of you so that we can walk in fulfillment in you. Woo! My God. And don't let nothing blindside us. Let us be keenly aware. Let us be sober. Let us be vigilant. Let us be good stewards. Let us be overwhelmed with your goodness and your mercy, Father God. Mature, continue to mature us. Continue to grow up. Do not lead us into temptation. Keep us from all evil. Lord God, we thank you for new mindsets after today. We thank you, Lord God, we will see as you see. We thank you, Lord God, we will say what you say. Lord God, help us to live our best life from this day forward. Let the same resurrection power in Christ Jesus birth forth, burst forth in us. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you take this today. Um, I hope you steward this today. I hope you meditate in this today. I hope that you understand that there is way more to you, way more connected to where you're going. I hope whatever has been distracting you, um, that you will give it back to the Lord so that the Lord can deal with it. I hope you are encouraged today. I hope that you 
seek his face a little bit more. Um, and for those of y'all that are tired, I hope you get some rest uh, so that you can refocus um, and walk into the bigness of what God is calling you to do. And you know, big, big ain't about titles. Big ain't about platforms. Big is about positioning yourself so that you can disciple others and others can be used by you. Share this devotional today. That somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna feel free to walk in the freedom of divine orchestration. Somebody's gonna be like, you know what? I get to walk fully into this vision. Cause sometimes you have stuff inside of you that does not make sense to you, but to the right people it is. I'll tell you something I told somebody and I don't say I'm mentoring cause she's like my sister, but in some spaces I mentor her. And I told her, I said, I need to remind you that at this table that you sit at with me, your value, your talents, your gifts, your time is value. And I know probably in other spaces, you have never been appreciated or valued, but what you have in you is important to what we have to do. I can't do everything in this ministry on my own. So what you bring to the table is getting ready to increase the work of what God has called us to do. So I want you to show up full. I want you to show up in good energy. I want you to show up with your gifts. I want you to show up with your talents. I want you to show up knowing that I have a set of, I have a value and appreciation. I have, to, I, I have a value. And if we would deal away with jealousy and comparison and all that other stuff, we'll be able to walk into the fullness of what God is. Like, yeah, Eb, your destiny is always attached to someone else. We don't like to recognize it, but our destiny is always attached to another person. That's why you need to be kind wherever you go. That's why you need to be loving. That's why you need to be considered. So let me do this. Two things. Get a seed in your hand. Um, you sow where you grow. Y'all know my thought process towards that. If the ministry has been a blessing, if the Lord places it on your heart, I'm saying it in all kinds of other ways, go to the website, lmjministries.org, and give. Give offering, give time, whatever the Lord leads you. Your gifts help us to continue to get the gospel. Your gifts help us with Feed the Streets. Your gifts help us with Drew Projects, Flint Goggles, and all the projects that we are involved in, uh, giving into scholarship programs. That's what your gifts help. So ask the Lord, Lord, am I partnering properly with this ministry? Show me where to give. Show me how to give to this ministry so that it continue to go forward. Um, and let me bless. Father God, bless the giving of your people today. I thank you, Father God, that you are orchestrating financial miracles, opening doors, promotion, checks, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, that this is the time of favor, multiplication and increase. The same year they sold, they're going to re reap a return. Lord God, I thank you for your favor resting on them today. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. And then my last thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to offer you the opportunity and chance because Jesus changed my life. <laughs> he did. Um, and I could not walk into ministry or purpose or anything else if I did not know who I was in Christ or I didn't have my rebirth in Christ. It wasn't just for me not to go to hell. That's part of it. It is. That's the only way. Jesus is the only way um, for eternal life. But it also began to give me an image of who I was in Christ. And I stopped my destructive behavior and began to walk in behavior like a citizen of the kingdom of God. If that's you, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. 
I promise to follow you, love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Julia is absolutely right. Julia said everything, everything is a piece of a puzzle and it has value to complete the finished piece. That's exactly what it is. Um, you are um, needed. <laughs> you are valued and you are needed. And the parts of you, the parts that come with you fit into something bigger than you. It does. Um, I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God in you. And I'll see you back here in the morning at 6 a.m. We're going to be sipping at 6. Love, peace, and blessings. Woo, thank you, Lord.